0: Is your child struggling with whining, but you haven't had much success in getting to the heart of the issue? Have you tried everything you know to try, but you aren't seeing any change? Well, then this is not an episode for you. This is an episode for your kids. I'm your host, Katie Morgan, and welcome to Parenting with Ginger Hubbard. Ginger is the best-selling author of Don't Make Me Count to Three, Wise Words for Moms, and I Can't Believe You Just Said That. She speaks at women's events, parenting conferences, and homeschool conventions across the country. You can check out her parenting resources and find out when she's speaking in or near your area at gingerhubbard.com. If you enjoy this podcast and find it encouraging, would you prayerfully consider partnering with us by making a monthly or even a one-time donation? Whether it's a dollar a month or $20 a month, your support helps to sustain this podcast and keep it on the air. If you feel led to partner with us, just go to gingerhubbard.com support to donate any amount. And thank you, listeners, for your support. That enables us to further our mission to help parents reach the hearts of their children for the glory of God. Long before my husband and I had kids of our own, I knew I wanted to be a homeschooling mom. But when my oldest was ready to start kindergarten, I had just had our third child, who we affectionately referred to as the baby monster. Homeschooling didn't seem possible with a kindergartner, a toddler, and a baby monster. I was so thankful that a friend introduced me to BJU Press. Their all-in-one curriculum resources gave me the confidence to homeschool at a time when it didn't seem possible. Their video lessons that, by the way, are engaging and taught by experienced teachers, those videos were a time and a sanity saver for me. Best of all, their K-5 through grade 12 all-in-one curriculum options are rooted in a solid biblical worldview. To learn more about BJU Press, go to BJUPressHomeschool.com and see what they have to offer. You'll find their parent-led resources as well as independent learning materials at BJUPressHomeschool.com. And tell them the baby monster sent you. Well, listeners, you've heard us right. This is our first of two episodes we plan to host just for kids. Ginger has co-authored a children's book series with Al Roland, and you've probably heard us mention Al. He's one of the superheroes behind the scenes on our podcast team. This series is called Teaching Children to Use Their Words Wisely. And the first two books in the series released in February, so we thought it would be really fun to introduce our listeners to the book about whining by having Ginger read the story to your kids. So parents, if you're listening to this episode and your kids aren't with you, now's a great time to hit pause because you don't want your kids to miss this fun story with a great message about whining. Ginger, before you read the story, why don't you tell our young listeners why you wanted to write a story for them about whining? Mm,
1: yeah, sure. Well, I wanted to help you guys understand why whining is wrong and what you can do instead. The first problem with whining is that God tells his children to have self-control. In the Bible, it says in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, that the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. To whine is to not have self-control in the way we communicate. God wants us to have self-control even with our voices. The second problem with whining is that when we want something more than we want to please and obey God, we will always go in the wrong direction. The Bible calls this idolatry. Now kids, if you don't know what the word idolatry means, don't feel bad. It's a really big word with a really big meaning. And I actually didn't know what idolatry was until I was an adult. So if you do know, then you know way more than I do when I was your age. Idolatry is when a person or thing is loved more than God, wanted more than God, desired more than God, treasured more than God, or enjoyed more than God. Nothing can satisfy us more than God, which is why we are warned in the Bible in 1 John five twenty one, it says, Dear children, keep yourselves from idols. When we want things more than we want to obey and please God, we're actually worshiping the things God created instead of worshiping God, who is the creator. Now there's nothing wrong at all with enjoying the gifts God gives us. That's why he created those things for us to enjoy. First Timothy 617 tells us that God richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. But if we want those things so badly that we're whining for them, or if we believe that we can't be happy without them, then those things have become idols. When things become more important than obeying and pleasing God, that means there is idolatry in our hearts. And the Bible says that when idolatry is in our hearts, it's not going to go well for us. And just to let you guys in on a little secret here, it's not just kids who struggle with whining. Adults sometimes struggle too. As a matter of fact, in the story that I'm about to read to you called Sam in the Sticky Situation, Sam actually picks up on whining from his mom. But during a trip to the fair, Sam and his mom find themselves in quite the sticky situation when all of Sam's whining leads him to being covered in cotton candy and stuck on the top of a Ferris wheel. Okay, so you guys ready? Here's the story. It was a busy day for Mother It's True. She complained and she whined about too much to do. I have to fold laundry. I must vacuum the floors, then clean all the windows and organize drawers. I need a break from this, she whined and she shouted. It's all work and no fun, she cried and she pouted. Mom continued to whine. It was an ugly scene. Then she sent us outside. She was really quite mean. We put on our shoes, both my sister and me, then sat bored on a limb in our favorite tree. I was so tired of games, didn't want to play ball. There was nothing to do. There was nothing at all. We thought really hard, but we had not a clue. There had to be something adventurous and new. Then it hit me at once, something fun we could do. And not only for me, but my sister too. We walked in to find Mom folding clothes on the floor. When she saw us, she whined, I'm tired of this chore. Would she like my idea? I was starting to doubt, but my plan was grand if she'd just hear me out. We could go to the fair. We could go there and play. What a great thing to do on this windy fall day. Cotton candy we'd get and perhaps a good show. I tugged hard on Mom's shirt and whined, Mom, can we go? A ride on the Ferris wheel. What fun it would be if only you'd listen and take Hannah and me. Then I whined really loud for the whole world to hear. Mom had to give in or I'd scream in her ear. Mom pointed her finger and she told me to stop. But I wanted to go. Did I stop? I did not. My mom was so frazzled, she made a big mess. She threw laundry and yelled, just go and get dressed. Let's go to the fair, she said in frustration, so we jumped in the car without hesitation. To the fair we all went, which brightened my day. My strategy worked for getting my way. Mom purchased the tickets, inside we did run, right past all the rides to a stand in the sun. Give me cotton candy, I whined and I shouted. Give me cotton candy, I cried and I pouted. Mom said, you stop whining, it's not at all funny. But she reached in her purse and pulled out her money. Cotton candy at last. It was bright blue and pink. I ordered a large with a strawberry drink. Chewing bite after bite how I smacked and I licked. Not a single puff left, just a white empty stick. I wanted more now, so I made a big scene. I screamed and I jumped. I was really quite mean. Mom finally gave in and more candy I got. I did not care if it made my teeth rot. I finished it quickly, then begged for another. Mom got me one more. Three cheers to my mother. I still wanted more, so I started to bawl. That sweet cotton candy, I'd devour it all. I pointed and yelled. I whined and I pleaded. That pink and blue candy was all that I needed. Mom firmly said no. Then a new thought I got. I could climb in the stand and eat the whole lot. I went right in head first. My hands I did fold. I dove into the stand and I rolled and I rolled. It was sticky and sweet. Cotton candy I like. I grabbed and I gobbled and I ate every bite. I jumped out from the stand, feeling happy and proud, but covered in candy like a big puffy cloud. I tried to remove it. I shook and I wiggled while people around me, they pointed and giggled. I could not get it off, but I took it in stride as we made our way to the Ferris wheel ride. As wind started blowing, things swirled in the air. They stuck on my body and caught in my hair. I was covered in stuff from my head to my toes. There were toys and goldfish and a grouchy black crow stuffed animals and toys and funnel cakes too there were balls and popcorn and a big smelly shoe there were corn dogs and cups and food wrappers galore there were cones and napkins and several things more the ferris wheel was huge so imagine our shock when a bright yellow cart got stuck on my sock i went high in the sky i don't like it i cried this was not my idea of a Ferris wheel ride. When I got to the top, a strong wind did blow and the stuff started falling on people below. Looking up, the crowd gasped because what did they see but corn dogs and wrappers and falling debris? They ducked and they ran, but it was too late. The items rained down at a startling rate. While some tried to hide, the others just froze. One tall, wide-eyed man had a straw in his nose. The ticket lady ducked, but much to her dread, a funnel cake crashed on top of her head. It all happened so fast, and before I could blink, the scared goldfish landed in a little boy's drink. Through all of the popcorn the crow could not see, he flew into a cone, then into a tree. No one was spared. They all took a hit, and they did not like it. No one liked it one bit. Not only embarrassed, but surprised and afraid. I looked down in horror at the mess I had made. There stood my sister, all covered in goo, and stuck on Mom's face was the big smelly shoe. All the people were sad with the trash all around. I felt heavy inside as I stared at the ground. I got what I wanted through my whining show, but I should have obeyed when my mother said no. Then Mom remembered she'd behaved the same way when she'd made the mess with the laundry that day. I'm sorry, Mom said, for the example I set. I lost sight of Jesus when my wants were not met. And please, Sam, forgive me for granting your commands. I should not have catered to your selfish demands. When compared to Jesus, all things are dim. Can you name anything we should want more than Him? And I knew in my heart that my mother was right. To want things more than God is an ongoing fight. So that night by my bed, I knelt down and I prayed, for God's help to resist my temptations each day. I prayed, Lord, give me strength to want only your will, for the needs of my heart only you can fulfill. And as the narrator says, the end.
0: Ginger, I love this story because it's a good reminder to us all that nothing can satisfy us more than God. When we want to please God more than we want things, and when we obey Him by having self-control, even in the way we speak, that brings Him glory. That's
1: right, Katie. And when we bring God glory, He puts joy in our hearts. In the Bible, Jesus tells us why He wants us to obey His commands. In John 15, 11, He said, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete the beauty of God's commands is that they're for the purpose of his glory and our joy and honoring him by speaking with a self-controlled voice and desiring to obey him above all things accomplishes both purposes. When we choose to obey God's commands, he puts joy in our hearts, which reflects his own joy of being glorified. It all works together in such a beautiful way.
0: Ginger, something else I appreciate about the book is that you have a parent page to help children understand why whining is wrong and how they can turn to Jesus for help.
1: Yeah, the parent page is really great for helping parents understand the heart issue behind whining and how they can address it from a biblical perspective in ways that young children can easily understand. So
0: kids, if you liked the story today, now is the time to ask your parents to get this book for you. The illustrations are beautiful. They're just so much fun. And if your parents say no, I think you should whine for it. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't do that. We're going to get some emails. (laughs) Can I feel (laughs) it? Probably. (laughs) So today's story was
1: Sam and the Sticky Situation, a book about whining. And in a few weeks, we're going to play on another episode for you guys where I'm going to read Chloe and the Closet of Secrets,
0: which is a book about lying. So there you have it, parents and kids. I hope you'll check out the Teaching Children to Use Their Words Wisely series. And in just a moment, I will tell you how you can get a discount on both of those books. Ginger, before you leave our young listeners with a final word of encouragement, I wanted to let our adult listeners who might be new to our podcast know that we have a whole episode on what parents can do to help whining children learn to communicate with self-control. So we talked about how to get to the heart of whining, wrong ways to deal with it, and then we offered a simple and effective three-step plan to help your children break the bad habit of whining. So if you missed that show or you're new to our podcast and would love some practical help with this issue, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode number 11 called When Kids Wine. All right, Ginger, how about that final word of encouragement for our young listeners today? Sure. I hope you guys enjoyed the story. Uh, If you whine, I don't
1: think you're going to wind up covered in cotton candy and stuck on the top of a Ferris wheel. But please remember that God has called you to have self-control, even with your voice. So when you're tempted to whine, just ask Jesus to help you, and He will. Also, remember that God created you to find your greatest joy and your greatest satisfaction in seeking
0: Jesus as your greatest treasure. Thank you, Ginger. And thank you, kids and parents for joining us today. If you enjoyed our show and want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. And while you're there, can you leave us a rating or a review? This helps us get the word out about our podcast so that other parents can be encouraged to reach the hearts of their children. Do you have a parenting question? Well, we invite you to submit it at gingerhubber.com slash ask and we'll do our best to answer it in a future episode. And while you're on the website, you can find our show notes, which will include links to anything we mentioned in today's episode. While you're on GingerHubber.com, you can find Ginger's wonderful resources that will help you get to the heart of outward behavior and address it from a biblical perspective. Today, we're offering both of her children's books, co-authored with Al Roland, at a 10% discount when you use the code parenting at GingerHubber.com. Sam and the Sticky Situation is a book about whining, which is the story you heard today. And Chloe and the Closet of Secrets is a book about lying. Again, just use that code parenting at checkout and get 10% off both of those books. If you'd like daily encouragement and parenting advice from Ginger, be sure to follow her on Instagram at ginger.hubbard. And you can connect with me on Instagram at Katie in a Corner. That's K-A-T-Y in a corner. Ginger and I would love to lead a women's event at your church. We offer a one or a two-day conference. If your church might be interested in hosting our women's conference or bringing Ginger in for a parenting conference, please fill out the contact form at gingerhubbard.com and we'll get back to you with more information. Thank you so much, kids and moms and dads for joining us today and grandparents. We look forward to being with you again next week. Until then, may God bless you as you seek to reach the hearts of your children for the glory of God.